Thank you for joining us on the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. And here's your host, Chris Sabalero. Well, this is it. It's time once again for another great episode of the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Sabalero. I got to tell you, again, I want to thank you guys for coming and listening and sending us your emails and downloading the shows. It's it's very, very humbling, you know, uh, when I think that I'm here just talking to myself, but apparently you guys are enjoying the show and I certainly appreciate that. You know, one of the things that we did a, a few shows back is we had the opportunity to have our resident meteor expert, Cheryl Plouffe, on. And she, she kind of talked to us about how do we develop our brand and how do we use Facebook Live. And, you know, it's it's the latest thing now that everybody's getting into. And I think that she gave us some really great, you know, tips on how to use that medium and how to uh, really kind of get our message out there. Well, you guys really enjoyed that episode. So we asked her to come back and she is here with us. So Cheryl, come on in here and say hello to everyone. Hi, Chris, and hello to your audience. I am so excited to be back to be able to talk to you guys today about, again, video and how we can integrate that into our businesses and really help us to, to be seen and to grow and to really put ourselves out there with video. So I'm super excited to dive in today's, into today's topic. Well, learning a little bit more about you, Cheryl, you have had a career in broadcasting. And one of the things that we're going to talk about today is kind of sharing a little bit about that experience. And if we were going to name this episode, I think we call it TV Insider Secrets to Authentic Communication. And I think, you know, the first thing to think about is, what does it mean to communicate authentically? Well, I think that, it, I mean, it really is what it sounds like. It, it means to be real. It means to be yourself. It means to embrace, really, everything that you are as a person. And that includes flaws and all, right, the good and the bad. So I think authenticity, while it is somewhat of a buzzword right now, it really truly is the secret to connecting with your audience. And as you mentioned off the top, I mean, I have come from a, an, an experience that's perhaps unlike most people in that I've had a successful career in broadcasting. And when we really look at that and we say to ourselves, okay, well, what, what makes some people, you know, get hired to be on television? Well, typically it's because they have an ability to connect with an audience, to get them to want to tune back in, and, and that's really the name of the game. That's why TV personalities exist. That's why networks and TV stations employ them, is because we need to have a human face to the material that we're presenting through the media. And that is largely what it is. It's not always personality-based, but fact-based as well. And, you know, journalists obviously are trained in order to uh, provide factual information. But when it comes to, you know, TV personalities, that's really what they're good at. Um, Good at being able to communicate authentically. Now, how that relates to the entrepreneurial space is to say that all of those qualities if you can employ them in your entrepreneurial adventures and journey, um, you are going to connect with your audience. It really is that simple. It's about being real, being authentic to who you truly are, and it's embracing the good and bad. You know, I think that we have a tendency in an Instagram world to want to put a beautiful filter on everything. And when we put a beautiful filter on everything, including, you know, the stuff we might internally like to hide, that actually is harming, frankly. I think there needs to be a better balance between, uh, you know, what's really going on behind the scenes, for example, in addition to the, the good stuff. And so authenticity to me really is just that. It's, it's about 
embracing who you are and truly staying in that world of, of, of the good and the bad. Yeah, and it's one of those things. I mean, it's, it seems that we all have great personality, but when that camera gets on us, all of a sudden we think we have to be somebody else. And I think that really kind of takes away from who we are as, you know, as individuals, as professionals. And as long as we can remember, I love how you put that, as long as we can, you know, be authentic to ourselves and true to ourselves, I think we're able to get that message across and, and really let people see who we are. And I guess, you know, my next question really has to go to, you know, as you start to think about your message, uh, does scripting out what you want to say in video, does it help you? Does it hinder you? Um, And how does that, you know, kind of, you know, help you connect with the audience? Well, I think in certain cases, scripting is, is not a bad idea. Where I think it does hinder is in the sense of writing out a word for word script and then feeling like you have to deliver that script word for word. And what happens by doing that, and most people are going to lose that sense of authenticity when they try to either memorize a script word for word or read from a teleprompter word for word. Because the truth is is that reading from a teleprompter is a very specialized skill in and of itself. And it does take years of, of, of practice, frankly, to make it look seamless. So when you see newscasters who are reading from a teleprompter, they make it seem like they're speaking naturally, but it's because it comes with practice. So I'm not as big of a fan of, of using a teleprompter for entrepreneurs who are creating, uh, let's say, you know, free content that they would put out um, on social media and, and that sort of thing. There are certain cases, for example, um, sales pages might be a place where you might want to script and go through the the, that level of um, preparation and delivering it maybe word for word. But as far as content, online content, daily or weekly content that you might produce to build your brand and get your message out there, I believe that scripting can hinder for the most part. Now, having said that, I think planning helps. So, for example, I use a three-bullet-point form system. So I recommend that you get either a notepad or it could be a white dry erase board and write out three very short bullet-point form notes that you might keep near you and make reference to as you're delivering your message. So that sort of thing is not a word-for-word script so much as it's planning. So I think that that can help, but a word-for-word script often hinders. And I think that's one of the things, if we could just have like some word that jars our memory to say, okay, at this point, I should be starting this topic or I should be discussing this point. I think what that does for us is it allows us, and you, you go back to your point about being authentic. I think then instead of, you know, something that's written out where you're trying to, you know, use it word for word, you know, you're, you're showing just your knowledge or you're showing just the, you know, the, the focus of what you're trying to say, because you're really now looking for the words and you're really coming across pretty authentic. Well, I think that you just hit on something, the knowledge. And I think that sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for having the knowledge base, the experience, the insights, the beliefs around our topic or our industry to be able to to really deliver those messages from the heart. You know, I think that sometimes we over-prepare and we think we've got to get it perfect when in fact what we need to do, and I really think that most people, most entrepreneurs, business people, they, they know their material well enough that they can speak from the heart, but they are afraid to do it for fear of failure, for fear of getting it wrong, for fear that people might 
not um, want to engage receive yeah. their message. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Engage with them. So, and that can be a fearful thing. I understand where that comes from. But the fact is, is that most people really do know their topics better than they know, or better than they think, and they need to just trust themselves in the process and and speak from the heart. On the subject, Chris, of what you just mentioned with the the words, you know, if there was only a word that we could use, um, I think that what you can do is take that those bullet point form notes and just underline the keyword, the one keyword in each of those lines, and to use that as a prompt to be able to help you to talk about that subject. So it's it's something where I feel like we we know more than we think we know, and we do need to trust ourselves to get those messages out and using um, something like that might really help. Yeah, I really like that. You know, I've used kind of that bullet uh, point format, but I've never really done the underlining thing. And I think that that really, one of the things that that may even help us do is is really kind of give emphasis around that point as well. You know, so, I, you know, I think now when you think about the bullets and I think when you, you know, you talked about the teleprompter, I think you have one of the hardest jobs in broadcasting and you actually broadcast the weather and we're going to blame you for everything that happens this winter. I just want you to know that. Um, but when, when you think about how, uh, you know, you do your work in television, do you read from a script or is this something that you kind of just use that bullet format? You know, in the weather broadcasting profession, most of it is unscripted. And this is one of the questions we get most often when people come for tours of the station. They'll be surprised when they come in and they stand off in the corner and watch us do what we do. They're often surprised that we don't have a script. Now, there are some cases where we do use a script. For example, if there is a newscast that's been crafted by a writer and the writer has married those words to match certain video at certain points in the script. So, in other words, it's all timed out. But it's not very often that we actually use a script. Most of what we do is unscripted. Now, here's the key to it. And it really stems from a place where you've got to know what you're talking about. And it sounds simple, but that's really what it comes from. We actually have a, a, a meteorological briefing every day. And the idea behind it is to be able to sit down and really start to take some notes and think and ask questions and be inquisitive and, and really think out what it is we're going to say. Then what we do is we translate that, we kind of let it internalize it, so to speak, let it kind of sit, and then we trust ourselves to go and speak those stories on camera without a script. So we don't often really read scripts, but there are certain cases where we do. Um, but yeah, in the, in the weather industry, in the weather world, um, most of what you'll see in most cases, um, weathercasters are not actually reading from a the script. They're trusting themselves to tell a weather story, and that's really what it's all about. I really like that, how you say that, a weather story. So, you know, let's go ahead and move this now to to our audience, and we think about our leaders, and we think about our entrepreneurs. You know, so now, Cheryl, when we think about your experience, and we think about maybe some of the other TV industry secrets, think about our audience, you know, the leaders out there, the entrepreneurs. How can we take that experience and make their own, uh, you know, put that into their own brand in order to build their audience or, or maybe even communicate in a real way? Well, Chris, I think that with regard to the, the secrets that we sort of you know, have in our industry, one of the things that we often don't realize, I think, is that there is some level of insecurity with nearly everyone who is putting themselves out there. 
even people who are on TV, and I work with them, and I've worked with them for many, many years, and myself included, I'm not entirely free from insecurities. So I, I just bring that up because I want people to understand and realize that it's natural to have some level of insecurity. But beyond that, in terms of TV industry secrets, I think that the thing we need to realize, especially as it relates to video, is that for an entrepreneur, business person, a coach, a consultant, um, someone who is going to be putting themselves out there on video, realize that the energy level falls off on video. And if I can give you one piece of advice, that is that smiling is probably the, the biggest secret of all. <laughs> Making sure that you smile more than feels natural, more than you might otherwise do in person with someone. You have to find ways to uh, raise that energy level, and smiling is one of the best and most effective ways to do that. So smiling at the beginning of what you say, smiling at the end of what you say, even though it may feel unnatural. So energy levels fall on video. We have to bump it up. We have to pump up the energy so that when people see it on the other end of the screen or on the other side of the camera, that it feels normal to them. Now, the other thing is increasing your volume when you're speaking on camera is not a bad idea so that you don't come across sounding whispery and mousy. We want to... We really want to project, and, and I like to look at it as think of speaking in front of a room of, say, 25 people in a meeting room, a smallish, medium-sized meeting room, and that you want your voice to be heard at the other end of the table, say a boardroom table or something like that, so that we do want to increase our volume of our voice when we're speaking on camera, and also to slow down your speech pattern if you feel nervous, which many people feel nervous when they start doing video. And you might find your heart rate is a little bit up. <laughs> what you can do is, is make a note to yourself and put it on a sticky note or something and near the camera and just put the word slow down. You know, put the word slow down on it so that it reminds you to just take your time and slow the pace because if your heart rate is up and you're nervous, you're going to be talking much, much faster than you otherwise would in a natural conversation. And that is really the, the biggest tip of all in terms of TV industry secrets is that all we're really trying to do is to emulate a natural conversation and we're having that natural conversation with an inanimate object. <laughs> yeah. And that is where things, you know, that's, that's the, the trick of it. It really is. So trying to have a, a natural conversation through this technology is really the biggest TV insider secret of all. I think that is the top tip. If there's one thing you take from it, it's it's that, you know, speak in a natural tone and, and, and slow down your speech. I know when I'm I'm on video sometimes I have the tendency of of speeding up my delivery and, and the producer is always, you know, giving me the slow down uh, with his hand so I, he realizes that I'm speaking too fast or his, or his way of getting to me saying, you know, slow down what you're saying. So I really like that. And I think that that really is probably the, you know, the tip or the secret of this podcast. If anyone takes one thing away, you know, what I always have trouble with is trying to figure out what to do with my hands. You know, I mean, do I put them in front of me? Am I, am I, you know, folding them? Or am I putting them behind me? I mean, is, is there a, something that you can give us as a tip for that of, of, you know, proper hand placement or comfortable hand placement that uh, doesn't come across like we're trying to uh, strangle somebody? <laughs> no, you know what? I actually don't pay any attention to my hands. I speak with my hands. I'm actually very, I, I, I do speak a lot with my hands, in fact. 
And maybe that is as a result of doing weather where I'm pointing at maps and that sort of thing. But no, you know what? I feel like sometimes we can overthink it. And adding in just that extra layer of, oh, I've got to really now watch what I do with my hands, it's, it's too much to bear, I think, for most. I would prefer for us to spend that energy on what we're saying versus where my hands are placed or what I'm doing with my hands. I think that, again, if we're going for that conversational tone, your hands will do what they naturally do in a conversation. And I think that we can overthink it. So I would prefer to see someone take that, that energy that might otherwise be spent worrying about body language and just trusting in their ability to, 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 to use their hands in a natural way, just as they would if they were having coffee with someone at Starbucks. Right. And I like how you say that, you know, this is just a natural conversation that you're having with an inanimate object and, and kind of think about it along that path. You know, Cheryl, I want to switch gears a little bit because, you know, you've got the entrepreneurs and the leaders out there and, you know, you've you've already given us great tips in our in our last show about, you know, how to produce Facebook Live. And But what about from the video aspects now? If we're getting some of these folks that are going to use video and to get their message out, and what happens if they make mistakes? Is that something that they should edit out? Is it something they should leave in? Should they worry about it? What's your advice for that? Well, it comes back to this question of authenticity. I prefer to leave mistakes in. I really do. Unless, unless it is factually wrong. So you, you said something that you made a mistake and you got something factually incorrect, then in that particular case, I would say it would be worth to go in and edit that part out. But if we're talking about mistakes whereby you um, couldn't remember a word, for example, and you were racking your brain to figure it out, and then you find out, oh, yeah, yeah, right, oh, that word, and then you said it, I would keep that in. I would keep those, and I am using air quotes when I say mistakes, because they're really not mistakes. That's just how we are naturally in conversation. If we were speaking to someone and having coffee with them and, and we were trying to recall a word and we couldn't think of what it was, we would just say that. We would just say, I'm sorry, well, what's that word? You know that word? Oh, I can't remember what it is right now. <laughs> and then finally it comes to you and then you say it. That's how a conversation flows. And so I like to keep that type of, of material in. Or, for example, it could be something minor like, you know, even sneezing. <laughs> even if you've sneezed, you know, those right. types of things, I don't necessarily see any cause to, to edit that out because that's real life. Right. That's authentic. Everyone sneezes. So what it is is that we're trying to look for ways to humanize ourselves on video, whether that be sneezing or forgetting the word or what have you. These are things that naturally happen. So I am a proponent of keeping that in. Like I said, if it's factually incorrect or you said something that you, know, you really don't want to have in, in the video, then I would edit it out. But for the most part, no. I think if we're leading and down a path of authenticity, then we have to, again, like I said off the top, the flaws and all, the good and the bad. And I am a proponent of keeping that in. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the things, again, it goes back to, you know, as you mentioned, you know, being our authentic self. And, you know, sometimes people are going to see that, well, this guy is just too perfect. And But if you're making those mistakes, you know, people may say, hey, this is a guy just like me. And, you know, so I really like how you said that. So, you know, as we're getting up there in time, I really just want to kind of just touch maybe one more. Is Is there other TV insider secrets that we should know? Well, you know what? I think it's really about the message. And if you have a message that's worth putting out into the world, everything will fall into place. And I think sometimes we, we overthink. And this is where 
sometimes we can lose that sense of connection with our audience if we're unclear of what we're saying or why we're saying it. And I think it's the why behind our message that is the starting point. We need to be clear on our messaging before we ever set out to start doing video because it will fall flat otherwise. So I think that that's really where it stems from. If we talk about how it relates to the TV industry, I mean, television networks and specialty stations and other TV stations, they all, they know their content, they know their material, they know their, um, their raison d'etre in French, like in, they know their, their reason for being. And they have a mandate to provide a specific topic or material or content on a certain subject matter. And if we as entrepreneurs sort of look at it that way and say to ourselves, okay, I'm going to try to emulate some of the ways in which media companies operate, then we'll be successful. And I think there's a lot of opportunity right now for entrepreneurs and business owners to think of themselves as mini media companies because we live in a multimedia world. We live in a world now where video is really no longer a nice-to-have. It is a must-have. And that's what I would like to, to see um, more business owners doing is embracing this idea of taking these, you know, looking at what has already existed and taking the best of, say, the TV industry, for example, or media in general and saying, okay, how can I apply that to what I do? And when it comes to video production and, and video messaging and communication, I think there's much to be learned and much to be emulated. Yeah, and I think that that's what's great about having you here is the opportunity to share that experience. And we're proud to call you our, our resident media expert. But, you know, you have a lot of resources on your own websites. You do have classes. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners about that and uh, let's drive them to your, you know, to those uh, resources that you have because they're going to get a lot more from you than just in a, in a 25 minute podcast. So what do you got for them? Well, Chris, you know, I think that going into 2017, it's going to be an exciting time because I have a lot of wonderful things on the horizon. And I think the best thing to do if your audience members are interested in connecting with me would be just be to go to my website at CherylCliff.com where there's an opportunity there for people who are serious to grow their businesses with video to contact me and set up a free strategy call. And what that is is an opportunity to jump on the phone with me and talk about what their goals are with video so that I can help direct them to what might be the best um, place for them at this point in stage because everyone's at a different stage of the entrepreneurial process. And so I would say if you want to contact me and apply for a free 30-minute call, by all means do that. You can go to CherylClough.com and I look forward to hearing from you. And we'll also put that in the show notes for the people that they're able to see that. And I got to tell you, Cheryl, in, in our last show, we got, uh, we're now close to 48,000 downloads of the show that we talked about Yay. Facebook Live. We did get a, quite a few emails that people wanted to get your expertise in how to talk to the media uh, if they're doing that as part of their business. So maybe in 2017, we can have you come back and give us some tips on uh, how to deal with the media when it comes to our work. Um, but I got to tell you, every time you come here, I always leave with some notes and hopefully it gives me a better uh, opportunity to, you know, to kind of showcase myself on video. And I truly appreciate you being a guest on the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. And uh, we want to have you back again in 2017. Well, Chris, you know what? I, I think we've already decided on our next topic. And, and if that is the case, I've got a lot of insights because I've been on the receiving end of that. I've been on the other side of the fence so to speak. And so I can definitely give uh, some ideas on how people can 
either reach out to the media and get free publicity. Oh, that's another great one. A really, yeah, that's a really exciting opportunity for entrepreneurs because we really are trying to get our message out there. And so I'd be more than happy to share those insights with you on the next one. Awesome. That'd be great. Cheryl Plouffe, I want to thank you for joining us on the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. And for everybody out there, it's time to put the wraps on another show. Hopefully you got some great information and kind of use that information. I mean, think about what we talked about and, and figure out how you can put that into your own strategy of developing the best video, being authentic when you're on video, and uh, you know, kind of figure out how you're going to use that. But until next time, this is Chris Sabalero, and I look forward to chatting with you again real soon. Thank you for joining us. The Ultimate Leadership Podcast is a production of chrissubalero.com. You can interact with us by email at ultimateleadership16 at gmail.com. All rights reserved.